Welcome to the Bamba and Tim podcast. This episode is a yearly recurring episode. What is this like our fourth year doing the third year doing this? I don't, I don't know. know. I think it's at least three, maybe fourth time doing this, but this is the top albums, top songs, and Spotify wrapped. Yes, welcome to the Bamba and Tim music episode. Here we go. So this year, I was like, last year, I was like, fuck, I didn't listen to that much music, didn't listen to that much new music. I need to go in, listen to new albums, get the scope back on the music, you know, um, and get into it. And I did for the first six months of the year, and then the last six months of the year, I fell back into my old ways, wasn't as adventurous. So I have a top five for my top albums, top five for top songs, and Nathan, as usual, is the music god and listens to everything. So he's gonna be going through his top ten because he's cool like that. Um, and yeah, and I'm and I'm uh, and I'm gonna get educated and I have to listen to these uh, albums after he goes over them. But I'm sure I probably only listen to like three or four of them. I'm guessing and. I'm sure that all the other ones are like some really niche stuff, but yeah, Nathan the Music God, everyone. It's not. I don't think it's too niche this year. Um, there's just like I. It's very first of all, like my top ten, top ten is my top ten albums and songs are subjective. So it, like my objective list is a lot different. I don't want people thinking like, yeah. oh, this is like the number one album came out this year. Like definitely not. But it's just what I liked. You know what I not liked, but end up sometimes even listening to a lot and just like. Sometimes I'll even be like, why to listen to this this much? But yeah, you know, um, I guess actually I wanted to shout out a few albums that didn't make it on my list first before I get into my list because they're just really good, um, and they they don't like deserve to not be on the they they aren't on the list not because I don't like them but because um, I it just like I just didn't go back to it a lot but they're really good. Um, one um. This is off the top of my head, but one album was um, The Forever Story mm. by, by Jid. That one's not on my top five. I also had that as an honorable mention. Yeah, that so. one is very good. I think it'd be on my top ten. Um, Like if... Uh, he wasn't making hits like he was in his other two albums. He it was, was just... It was, it was yeah. very like storytelling yep. and very like introspective. And I think because of that, like... It wasn't a replayable album for sure. I listened to it like two times and I didn't even like go back to it at all. So yeah, it's definitely, um, it's really good, but yeah, I, I have the same opinion. It was, yeah. a, it was actually my honorable mention too. It was so. really good. Um, Joji's album too. I think I want to shout out, um, because it didn't make my top 10 because in my opinion, it's his worst project and there were just other projects I listened to a lot more than his, but it's still a good one to go back and like listen to for some people i think like nikki's album also came out this year and um if i think of more while we talk i didn't write this down so if we think of, if i think of more we talk i'll be like oh yeah that Th one too there is one project that i really wanted to put in my top 10 but i knew that you specifically would have a problem with it because it's not an album and it's iron sharp is iron 2 ep that one easily easily would be in my top 10 or my top five. It, it, it would have been in my top five, but I knew you'd be like, it's not an album. It's an EP. You can't put it in there. I mean, it's also my EP, so I guess I want... I guess I have curiosity. Where would it go? Dude, it would go number. It would go number four. Absolutely. Number, really. Absolutely number four. No doubt about it. It would be. It okay. would be number four. That's actually. You know, that's a major compliment because actually this would be the first year um, that we've done our wrapped and one of my projects or one of the friend group projects made it onto a uh yeah absolutely that's amazing man it would it would easily be my number four but i i thought when i was when i was putting it there i, was I think like, we could do we could honorable mention it maybe honorable absolutely mention. honorable mention okay. i think that I, I i thought you would have a problem with it because you like always are picky about it. i remember one year i made like the the 21 savage song that came out in like december 26 of like the year prior on like the and you got super pissed at me for putting that number one, you're like that didn't come out this year, so I was like, oh fuck, this guy is a, uh, this guy's serious about this stuff. So I didn't put it in there, but easy number four for me, um, and it's just because the top three ones were like ones I listened to the shit out of too. But um, it honestly might be number three. It could either be three or four if if I was going to include. I am. Um, I would. We could do a definitely an honorable mention. Yeah. For it, and then you could say like, oh, this is why it'd be number three or number four if it wasn't for. I'm yeah. I'm excited to see what what um. Yeah, where it falls in the rankings as an honorable mention. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so you want to start off with yeah, number 10? Off, so you're going to do 10 through 6. And okay, then, yeah. so I'll, I'll try to be really quick in mine. Um, so number 10 uh, for al- albums. I did not want... First of all, I'll start out saying this. I did not want to give this my number 10 album. Um, I've listened to a lot of albums this year. This one is not a good album, objectively. It's actually like pretty bad, actually, objectively. For some reason... I liked it a lot, listening to it a lot. Um, maybe it's because it was like he's he's a very uh, um, instrumental artist, and like me and Sophia's relationship, like when we first got together, like he was just like an artist that we bonded over, and so he's always gonna have like a special place in my heart. But unfortunately, and I was telling Noah this last night, I listen to so many artists who like I get into them when they're not popular, and then they get popular, and then they they become cringe. And for some reason, I have such a bad luck with these. Like, I'll, like, get into an artist. They'll be cool, and then they'll be cringe. And I was just here listening to them since, like, before they even blew up. So I just get, like, the pushback from it. People being like, oh, you're cringe for listening to that. And I'm like, I don't know what I did. I was just listening here. They blew up, (laughs) and then now they're, like, cringe. Um, This is one of those artists... I was really did not want to put him at number 10, but I was looking at my stats and I was like, I did listen to this guy a lot and this album a lot this year. Yeah. And so I had to have liked it to some degree. I actually think it's way worse than his first album, but um, Machine Gun Kelly's uh, mainstream sellout. Not, I don't, I don't even like this album, but I, I like it at the same time. Like it's, <laughs> it's a bad album, but it's good. You know, <laughs> like, I like the song. I hit. have one album in my top five <laughs> that I had to put there too. That looking back on it, I'm like, wow, this is like a really weird album yeah. for me. <laughs> so I, I'll have a similar thing to say, but yeah, that's yeah. Machine Gun Mainstream Kelly. Sellout. Machine Gun Kelly is um, cringe. Cringe. Yeah. Not even like, but there, but there were songs in this album that I was just, I, I really listened to a lot. Um, I don't think I've ever listened to a Machine Gun Kelly album ever. What did you think about what he said? The thing about um, oh, terrible! I know you know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. Of course, I don't condone that. We play, the, I the guys, we he's it weird. He's weird, bro. That was so messed up, bro. What he said. Yeah, I honestly like. He basically said that he said that um, if when um, this one famous celebrity was 14 years old and he was like 1920, he said that. Oh, if she's on your bed naked right now, you're going in. That's what he said, bro. Like, that's not even, that's like verbatim what I he said. I was like, uh, and then he like backed it up with like. He said he, it for like two minutes. He went into yeah. it. Yeah. It was like, he just kept digging his hole, digging his and hole. And he like backed it up by like being like, and these other like um, rock stars did it too with like these 14 year olds. Yeah, like, like justifying it. I was yeah. like, you mean justifying your actions to other pedos? Cause like, <laughs> I don't think that's um the right way to go about it. <laughs> Yeah, that was. Oh my gosh, a lot of good albums came out. Shout out Machine Gun Kelly. I was just going to say, I think um, Pusha T's album came out this year. Joey Badass's album came out this year. Um, Dude, again, I'm literally sleeping. I would love to listen to those two albums. I didn't even know they came out. You know, a lot of good. Lecrae's album was fire. I didn't listen to that. I don't even like Lecrae that much, but his new album was fire. So I got to shout out all these albums, man, that came out because it's just like. You know, what I want to shout out to real quick is Brockhampton's last yes. album. They had p- posted two. I thought they both were great. I didn't listen mm. to them that much. I just like checked them out. And it's like definitely end of an era vibes, you know, but I'm actually super hyped. Kevin Abstract's going on his own. Love that guy as an independent artist a lot more than with Brockhampton. Yeah. So excited to see where that goes. Uh, Brockhampton, they kind of kept writing songs to the ground. So, I mean, I feel like it was their time. Um, I know some friends of friends that are like diehard fans who are really sad to see him go. For me personally, glad it's over. I, yeah. I loved them while it lasted. Last great way to end it. Yeah. Um, and I like the last two There's, albums. That's great, man. And I feel like I, I did want to hear your take on Brockhampton because you were a major and there's actually a recording of this because when Tim was first in this podcast, he was actually going through his Brockhampton phase. So Brockhampton was the only thing I could compare it to like how some people describe how they were into K-pop where it's like right. I got into it on like that level. Like I probably got into them more than I've ever gotten into like any artist with like I'm listening to every single song of theirs. I know every from like the first trilogy that they made, you know, um, saturation trilogy. But then, yeah, but then I also hit a brick wall with them where I just stopped listening after they lost like yeah. Amon and. Uh, it was uh, which they, I mean he, they should have like that guy literally would like sexually assaulted like multiple women but <laughs> sad, sad I'd still, he was like one of the, he was like one of my favorite members of the group but yeah it's um 
Yeah, Brockhampton, uh, you know, I, I definitely grew apart from them, but it was definitely very nostalgic hearing their last album, and I had to check it out, and it was cool. Yeah, I was also going to say um, Kenny Beats, Keshi, Rex. The, like, I just want to say the, all these albums. So Rex, what is going on with him, too? Is he, like... I think there was some also... Sexual assault allegations? Because <laughs> everyone, like, is now, like, totally against Rex. Yeah, there is something. Yeah. Um, but I will say that all those albums I shout out, like the J- the Jid album, you know, all, like the Rex album, the the Keshi album, you know, th- those are all like the Kenny Beats album. Those are all better albums than um, mainstream sellout. I'm not trying to say mainstream sellout was number this ten. This is in the subjective, year. bro. This is what we were listening. For some to. reason, I listened to a lot more in those ones. I don't know why. The other ones were better. But um, okay, my number nine. Um, this one's actually a good one. This one I actually. No remorse about being on my top 10. Um, Quedeca, I Didn't Mean to Haunt You, mm. his new album. Um, you know, I actually, I find From Me to You more listenable, uh, like replayable. But this one from a concept album, just like kind of going through like a movie almost. Very impressive. Very great. Um, very creative in, certain, in a lot of ways. Some critiques I have about it, but honestly, like considering the fact that it was completely like self-engineered, self-produced, self—you know—written all that stuff by Quidditch, and considering the fact he's only twenty-one, like what the heck? Can't, he's only twenty-one. How many 21. albums does he have? A lot. Yeah, since what rapping the heck? since he was like twelve or something. Jesus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy. Um, I thought that guy was a lot older. He, I felt like he's been in the game for a long time. Nope. Twenty-one. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, so. Good job to him. His album is fire. Shout I could not like not put it on my top ten because it was just it was very good. I did go back to it. Uh, some of the songs in there. So yeah, that's my number nine. Number eight is um a grower, dude. I did not like this album when it first came out. Um, mm-hmm. Giveon, give or take. It's a uh, by R and B artist Giveon. Um, I he was had a big a song with Drake, right? Give Chicago on. freestyle. Yeah, Chicago freestyle. Yeah. So I, I like him. Yeah. yeah. So I I did I did um really like his first album um you know take time masterpiece just straight up like probably one of my favorite r&b albums um this one was different this one like he went down a different kind of the first one was more like ballady this one's a lot more like traditional like i think like 808 based r&b um when i first heard it i was like this is mid the most like mid project ever and then i saw him live for this album and i was like okay i gotta take that back and I started listening to it a lot more. And um, yeah, honestly, I think like 70% of it is just straight bangers. So I, I really like, really like, really great album. Um, listen to it a lot. So yeah, good job to give you on. Number seven is um, a new one. Just came out last week. Metro Boomin' Heroes and Villains. Oh, um, wow. That one made the cut. Yeah, loved it. I need to give that one a better look. I think that one could scrape into my top five when, yeah. I, when I listen to it more because I, I did start listening to that one, but yeah. It's a good one, man. Like, um, you know me, I love like trap music. So all those artists, I already listened to a ton, you know, like there's, um I think Young Thug was on it, uh, Law 21. 21 killed it. I think he was the star of the show, honestly. he uh, Every 21 verse was crazy. Travis was on it four times, four songs. So Travis killed it too. Dude, so Travis said his album's coming out this year. Where is it at, bro? <sighs> Where's Utopia? I don't, I, I don't know, man. This guy also said that no one would, uh, everyone would be safe at his festivals, and you know, <laughs> um, everyone kind of forgot about that, though. I feel like crazy, dude. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, but yeah, Heroes and Villains. It was also a cool concept, and probably my favorite album rollout of this year. the The rollout was amazing for that album, and um, I like the, the title a lot too. The title really drawn me in. I probably wouldn't even have listened to it if it wasn't for the title. But I feel like I like that Heroes vs Villains concept, it's great. And, and and they really like. It's, I love that it's like a concept album. I, I don't like when producers just kind of like make an album and it's just like all generic. Ran, it just feels like a bunch of people rapping over their beats. Like almost like DJ Khaled's albums are just messy. Um, Metro's, you can see that this guy really took the time to like construct it and construct a story, which I really like. Like you could really, and everyone's rapping like in that universe. So they're all rapping like along to that story. Which is cool. So I really liked it, concept album wise. It's I think it's an upgrade from uh, his first album, not all heroes wear capes. Um, and then number six, this one was a fan favorite. Um, I think it's actually technically not an album. It's like a mixtape, but I'm gonna put it on there anyway. It's uh, Lil Uzi's Red and White. Um, 
dope dope man like we we've been waiting since 2020 for a solo uzi project um his last one was eternal take and since that time there's been so many songs that the fans have wanted so many songs he's been previewing it's he's gearing up for his pink tape which is coming out next year that's his next album um which i know is gonna be a banger and the uzi fan base was just like waiting for this guy to drop anything leading up to it and um red and white was out of the blue he basically just dropped like a ton of people's favorite songs that we've been waiting for for like years songs that he had in the vault that we didn't even know about that were just from prime 2016 uzi era and it was just a great compilation really him like being creative really going doing stuff that's different um and i enjoyed it a lot actually um i came out when i was working in the day's office so every time i listen to that album now i think about like being on the train to la oh nice um and yeah it was a, a great great project from uzi i'm excited for uh pink tape and then now we're at number five and honestly these top five we could switch off. We could switch off. On they're this good. Side. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to do your number five? Yeah. So my number five, you already shat on a little bit, um, because I mean, uh, this this artist, I'm not so much of a fan of. And when this album came out, I was I was really drawn to it because of the length and because I, I like this guy's vibe. And I shuffled it while working, and I continued to shuffle this album while working all the time because I love the vibe it gives off. And that's Smithereens by Joji. And so I know that you uh, you were saying you didn't really like it. I love that it was 20 minutes long. It has like the replayability of it is um, probably probably only like two or three songs that I really go back to um, and like play individually and really listen to. But that's just, you know, I'm a fan of the Shuffler albums, man. I'm a fan of the vibes. And so great album that I could just shuffle and I've just been shuffling ever since it came out. Um, I love the album artwork too. Like I, you know, I don't normally like the basic album artwork, but that gradient that he has on that, we've had a great year of album artwork in my opinion. I think that some of these album artworks are like uh, fantastic. Um, and, but I like Joji's. It was like very, very different, very, um, and it's just vibes all the way. And I, I'm not that big of a Joji fan, so I don't really know his comparison. I probably need to listen to a lot of his other projects. Um, and I know that a lot of his songs are really a lot more, dynamic and a lot more like explosive and have a lot more big moments in them and i typically am a fan of that so it surprised me that um that with this album even though it didn't have that it wasn't that dynamic it wasn't that explosive but it just was so smooth and so easy to listen to and so shuffable that it was uh really appealed to me so i got that one at number five um that's yeah joji's album honestly man the reason why I didn't put in my top 10 was exactly what you said. I went back to songs, specifically, I think the same three that everyone goes back to. Um, but I, it was hard for me to go back to the non-singles, the songs that weren't complete. It felt very unfinished. And honestly, Joji kind of- I don't like that too. I know, I'm normally like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm normally a hater on that. For some reason, it just hit for me yeah. on this album. Joji's so. just suffering from success, dude. He, he really- I think we're used to that stamp of quality from him where every album he puts out, you can tell there's that time and effort carefully crafting each song. This one just felt slapped together so much so that a lot of Joji fans were speculating that it's just his version of Endless just to get out of 88 Rising and fulfill his record deal. I don't know if that's true. I hope that's not true because Joji's you know, always been synonymous with 88, but we'll see what happens with that. I think yeah. the songs, the flashes of his talent we see in there, to me just left a lot to be desired i was like we can see that this dude can pump out something better than nectar and he's just choosing not to and yeah um, i think that i had that benefit of ignorance of not knowing his other projects not being like a big joji fan and personally for me i don't think he's like the the best singer ever you know what i mean so it's like when he in his other projects sometimes like when i start listening to the songs a lot and there and he tries to like he try he really tries you know to go big with them and sometimes i feel like they don't hit the mark and i feel like him scaling it back and just keeping it really low key and mellow almost like a lo-fi kind of vibe a little bit really appealed to me and i think it was like the best version of joji that i've seen that that i play in my life so i think that's why i think the only reason why I do agree with everything he said, but the problem is he already has an amazing lo-fi scaled back project in in tongues, which like is just basically better. It's to me, I need Smithereens to felt like it was 
some people said some people even said it was called smithereens because it's like a scrapped album so it's like the smithereens like the ashes of it but it felt like he couldn't commit to going like the nectar route the cinematic polished route or the in tongues lo-fi kind of like got that um you know i don't know that like kind of indie artist kind of vibe and he he couldn't pick a side and as a result you get a messy album with maybe two or three songs that are complete and the rest of them just feel like unfinished demos um but yeah it's a good album still though even by even by those standards like joji i still liked it um there were no songs i like didn't like it was it's it's good and i really hope that it's a preview of more to come from from him um for sure my number five actually has a very similar album art actually which is kind of funny um denzel curry melt my Mm. eyes see your future i loved this album I actually was tempted to put it a lot higher on my list, but um, because of the other albums I have in front of it, I was like, I can't. But I really like this album. It was amazing, non-skip, every song in its banger. Um, great concept album, like really just flowed. Um, it's such a great album, man, like to vibe to, to drive to, to just think to, study to, love it. Um, he really scaled it back with this one. You know, Denzel always kind of goes down. I know he had like, um, I think it's called taboo or whatever, like tattooed that, that like that black and white one he had, I think it's called taboo. Yeah. And he also had like zoo and a lot. He, he's always pushed himself. We already know with Denzel, he's very talented. Every album he puts out is pretty much great, but this one, he really went with like that, like a much more lo-fi, just bar for bar, just chill, chill, but like, chill raps you know and yeah. um boom bap especially went back to the boom bap stuff and i and i love it it was great not much more i could say about it other than it he was fantastic i don't think there's any song in there that was bad um yeah so yeah that's my and it has a similar album art to joji's yeah i i um <laughs> i didn't listen to that one but i did see um the album art and yeah that's um I, I i've never been a huge denzel curry fan but i know there's a lot of huge denzel curry fans and um but yeah that's a that's good my number four, um, I really didn't even know was my number four until I went back to it because this is kind of like one of those albums that I kind of just like listened to, added a bunch of my playlists, and kind of like forgot it even came out this year. Um, and then when I was doing this, I re-listened to it last night, and I was like, "Wow, like yeah, like this is really good." And I knew like five of the songs already because I just added it instantly. Uh, and that's D Day by Dreamville, and. Um, hmm great project i mean i I, j cole did a really great job of starting out the dreamville projects by being really involved and then everyone kind of saw the talent that dreamville had and every album since the first one like the second one and now this one um he's like stepped back which i think is actually kind of cool and so and i think probably what he was trying to do and i think he did it really well where now a dreamville album comes out and you're hyped because you're like oh i know all these people you know um and man, some of these songs from the Dreamville album really just just hit. I mean, from the from the from D Day, and like um, you know, obviously they got Stick in there. That's that's a classic, instant banger. Um, and a lot of the other ones too, like that that one with just the I don't I don't know the name of it. The one with just the uh, the girl singing in it. Um, um, Ari Lennox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is so freaking good. There, and then the the top five. Oh man, that one's good. Especially top five is like. Whenever someone start, I mean, starting five. Whenever someone makes a song about like basketball, you know, kind of like that, or like starting five, I always like am instantly like, oh, another basketball song, another like stupid basketball song. But then when like that chorus comes in, man, it's like so good. And then it, it's like, and then like the harmony comes in. I got shooters in my starting five. I'm like, holy shit! Like, um, so I I thought it was gonna be cringe going into it, and like these guys on their own, like loot cause omen. I don't care about them. You know what I mean? I don't know who they are. Um, but, uh, I mean, obviously I know cause, but, um, not a huge fan, but man, I love that song, dude. And and it was the one coming down, dude. That one is so good. So yeah. Uh, D day. Great album. Great album. Um, did that one make your top five? It did not. Wow. It didn't make your top 10. It did not, but it is a subjective one too. So how much yeah. I go back to it? You didn't like you don't like the the D Day one. That's a that that's a surprise. I thought that was gonna be up there. Honestly, for sure. I I was very influenced by Noah, who's a major Cole fan, major Dreamville fan. He didn't like it. So um, really, I think honestly, compared to Revenge of the Dreamers, I think that's that's like the where it suffers a little bit is just like 
knowing that Dreamville's last project was as incredible as it was. That's true. Including the director's version or whatever they released with like a lot more. Just, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just like the only that is true. That is a that is a good comparison. But I think that for me, I was like I I was still satisfied with this, even though they didn't have as much like the big names and like J Cole wasn't as involved. And but I think that was intentional. And I think that even and I think that the Dreamville people stepped up and and they came together. And it's still a great project. Dreamville's you know they're basically like the only record label at this point that really puts out projects like this and um genius it's like every it's record label should do that it's like yeah. i love it I yeah love it. i wish more did it i think more used to but yeah um number four i think this one's actually probably if i know you on your top five and it's probably i don't know where it's where it is but i, I would assume it is and it's um the weekend dawn fm wow you put it at number four put number four um that's a not not just in terms of enjoyability. There's just my subjective. I think objectively, I'm disappointed. Nathan. Objectively, it's a lot, not a lot higher, but I don't know, higher. Not not number four. I don't know if I put number one, but um, yeah, I like this one, man. Um, I'm sure I know it's on Tim's top five, so I know he has a lot to say on it. I know when it came out, I probably said it on the podcast, but it it was like album to year contender from the get-go we were like yeah. in january and here it is album to year and for i think most of the year kind of was my album to year it was um, carrying that first six months of the year man. it was <laughs> yeah. carrying that first six months don dude, FM, dude. you ranked it the last time we talked about it in 8.5 it is an 8.5 okay still. that's really high it, it is that's... it's really good i i will say man i i think it's um i think it's probably there's only one album above it objectively that I can put above it. And I think, you know, which one that one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that album, man, like this one is the number two of the year. I think objectively, like, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's that good. Um, subjectively, maybe it's cause it's like December and I've already like overplayed so many of the songs. It's, yeah. I really think that's, so that's, if this, that's gotta if this song came out two months ago. I, in terms of actual listens, albums listened to this year top albums it was i think number two. Oh, wow. just sheer like because it's january numbers. yeah because yeah. it was posted in so january. i loved it i don't think there was a single bad song on it um it's funny it's number four but i can't really say anything bad about it it's like the denzo album theming was perfect like probably yeah. probably best theming of the year in my opinion i loved and, the yeah. 80s i love 80s music and i know you do too so love just it. to see like love the weekend it. lean into it it's my favorite weekend project and um it's and for like, him to come out with so many projects and then and then have like his best he like came out with something like oh man i mean i don't know i i've never been a weekend fan i've always just been like uh but i listen to everything that comes out by i'm just like a weekend like a uh, observer you know and this this went this made him from like why is this guy performing in the super bowl to like put him back in the super bowl you know what i mean that's that's how i felt where it was like dang like i understand yeah, this that. one was a good one man and it's just like the denzel one there's nothing bad i could say about it other than the fact that the song that the albums I have above it i just listened to more or just found more enjoyable like in terms of uh subjective but objectively i mean dude it's fire yeah uh, nothing i could say and jim carrey amazing yeah he's my favorite um like narrator album person this year too yeah Just that that um loved it added to the album so much and yeah and it's so hard to nail that narration too very hard killed to nail it. it killed it so yeah yeah amazing not overdone mm-hmm. that and like in in some of the spacing was great the too. spacing okay yeah we'll, we'll talk about that one more um number three this is my guilty pleasure one this is the one that i'm embarrassed to have on my top three Completely opposite to anything I've ever listened to before, but looking at my stats for the year, looking at somehow when I started listening to this album, I was like, I'm gonna get so freaking annoyed of this album, and that never happened. Where I still actually love these songs. This is my Blackpink moment. This is my why the fuck am I listening to this moment? And that is Cowboy Tears by Oliver Tree. And actually, yeah, <laughs> that's that is that moment, right? I ex- described that well. And man, something about Oliver Tree, man, just it—it's it, just you know his his um. It was a mixture of things, you know, because when I first listened to the album, I was like not that into it, you know. I was like I was into you know uh, um, 
Cowboys Don't Cry, that single was amazing. But the rest of it, I was like, what is this garbage? Like, it's funny. He's a funny guy. Like, you don't actually like the songs. He's just, it's like, he's a funny persona. But then he went on the H3 podcast, one of my favorite podcasts of all time. And then we went back on and topped it. And he, and he made like a frenemies remix of the H3 podcast. So it was like the first, he made the first podcast right when it first came out. And the second podcast, three months later, made me re-listen to it, got back into it. And then like he, he started dropping these music videos that were like insane. Like the music videos that he has for it are insane. So he just kept, and then he went on impulsive and I re-listened to it. So he kind of like marketed himself perfectly in my podcast bubble slash music video appreciation. I think you're his audience, dude. I'm his audience. And like when we saw him live, I thought he was like super enjoyable too. And um, that added to it. I think he's the only guy I've seen live in like the past three years because I I haven't gone to a concert since, you know, before COVID and went to that one too. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. That, this is my Blackpink moment. I don't know. I love the songs. I love, still love Cowboy Tears. I love the um, the cool cowboy. I cowboys don't cry, but cowboy tears. I love that's the last song. Um, I I love the freaking uh, get well soon. Even though that's so fucking annoying. It's literally like I hope you get well soon. It's like the most annoying fucking voice. Emily hates it. I don't know why. I still love it. I still listen to the song. I don't skip the songs, Nathan. I don't know why this song at this point I should be completely like hate like at this point i should be completely annoyed by oliver tree but he has this bug in my brain i don't know how to describe it even like the cigarette song where he's like um it's like uh i don't even know how how to describe it it's like i know what i'm listening to i'm like what the fuck am i listening to but it's like so good it's so yeah i have that this is my um black pink moment for sure looks like it um because i heard that album and it was not nearly a top five contender <laughs> I, know, I will say I know. actually update in blackpink they released their second album this oh, they year did. and it was garbage wow literally garbage you're out of it you're you're back in i feel like i don't I'm even think, think i'm out way. of it it's because they don't even make k-pop anymore that's what? why i like them because they make k-pop what did they make what did they make they make i don't girl group music but not even on that quality like you know what i'm saying like it's just bad it's just bad it's it's i think being a k-pop artist is probably got to be one of the best professions not not in terms of uh i'm not being serious because there's a lot of problems yeah. with that industry but um music wise it's i swear with these artists they can pump out literal garbage and stan twitter will eat it up they'll just be like this is amazing and when you listen to something enough times you're gonna like it i don't know I don't know how people like this one. I've um, on the rare moments I'm on Instagram, I've seen so many people go to like that I don't even know or who I who I follow going to their concert this year. I'm like, y'all missed out on the actual good concert because back when they actually made K-pop, it was good. Now they're making. Is it not in Korean, Korean anymore? Korean music with English lyrics is that even? It's, it's all not, English. It's all English. Wow. I mean, there's like one song that actually sounds like their old music and that one's good. And then it's like, I think it's called That's Ready crazy for Love. That they don't, they stopped speaking Korean and K-pop. That doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I listen to you guys because I like K-pop. I did not listen to you guys. If I wanted to listen to like English music, I would not listen to you guys because you guys are trash in making it. Like, I think like Fifth Harmony is like leagues better than them in terms of just making like actual like pop, American pop music. They're out here trying to do, I don't know what, it's not even their first language. It's just like that's crazy. That it sounds spoke it sounds so manufactured because you know they're not writing it. You know, you know the girls aren't writing it. They're not like writing any of these vocals. It's so bland, boring. You name it. It's just such a terrible album. It came out this year. I, that one's not an honorable mention. Yeah, anti honorable mention. <laughs> that thing was trash. Yeah. Um, but Taylor Swift's album was good. I like Taylor Swift's album. Yeah, it was good. Um, did that one make your top? No, it did not. Wow. But um, it was good. It's not, it's just because it's like a different vibe. It's more like she went down like the more like Lana Del Rey kind of like, I don't know what to call it, night pop kind of route. And I like it, but it's just not going to top Don FM, you know? <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's just, yeah. Sorry, you know? Um, okay, number three. I'm sure this is on your album list too. 
Kendrick's album. I mean, not you not, have that at number three. I thought I had a plan for this where I was gonna yeah. not say my number two because yeah. I was gonna go straight um, to your number. Oh, I mean, wow, it's just because of subjective. I, okay, here's the thing about Kendrick's album. Um, this is why it's number three for me, and it's not because anything bad against it. It's actually fantastic. There's well, let's just I talk about, about this because it. it's my number two. Yeah. So yeah, let's just talk about. So it. going on a subjective view, it's just not a very replayable album. I mean, when you listen to worldwide i mean i would never listen to worldwide steppers again like that's it's a great song and has a great message but i'm not gonna listen to that song again we cry together i'm not gonna listen to that for song, some like, reason the we cry together own. i actually listen to that shit out of that song i don't know that's why, crazy but that one is that's uh, crazy because i think they nailed that song so well they did and, so, and yeah. i think i think that's what i was gonna say about kendrick's album um is that from a perf- it's like Quadeca's album, but just way better. Basically, it's like the same deal where it's like from a performance, like movie masterpiece kind of standpoint, it's fire. Like it's I've always, me and Noah have this thing about Kendrick where we kind of feel like he's he kind of like makes music that's almost like a really really nice art piece at the Louvre. Mm. You're not gonna go make that art piece like your wallpaper like the thing you look at every single day but that one time you go look at it at the louvre it is incredible and it is like the best art we've ever seen but it's it's so immaculate that it's like and it's so it's meant to be consumed in that way where it's like where it's meant to leave like a legacy for generations a lot of music that comes out is meant for like the here now listen to it a ton and then it, it gets old kendrick he makes music like like library of congress kind of music that Mm. gets that stands the test of time and people look back on like it's like a social commentary and also like a really cool like production so with that said that's kind of how i feel about like t-pab for instance um you can't really go back to a lot of kendrick songs at least for me like i can't go back to it and listen to it like a ton i will listen to a lot but not like a ton where i'm like jamming out to like we cry together I think his album that he made that was actually like that. The two albums he made the most that were most listenable were um, Good Kid and Damn. Those ones had like a lot of like, especially Damn. Damn had like, and I think actually with Damn, that's actually why a lot of people didn't like Damn. And because it was the first Kendrick album where he's, they're like, oh, is he turning pop? Is he selling out? Because it's like so many were so replayable. I mean, literally so many Damn is like. So when we last talked about this, you had Damn under this one. And I had damn. I think over damn this is one. under it still from a objective standpoint. Like this, this album is better than damn. But I will listen to damn more than this yeah, album. I disagree with that because I think damn is an absolute masterpiece, best Kendrick work ever. And I think, we could agree yeah. they're all masterpieces. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Oh, they're we all. We could say all. they're all masterpieces. Yeah, but I think that. Um, yeah, my opinions on these top. I, I honestly kind of just want to bust out my top two because my opinions on this haven't changed since we talked about it last when um, the album came out, which is I have Mr. Morale number two and Don FM number one. Right. And so, yeah, my my opinions on them haven't changed since it came out. I, I love both of them. Don FM, I think, is an absolute masterpiece. I also think Mr. Morale is an absolute masterpiece. But Don FM, firing on all c- cylinders, spacing, replayability, shuffleability commentary on it like the uh the narration on it i mean theming on it album art every single facet of don fm it's really hard to nitpick anything on that album and so that one's my number one easy mr morale and the big steppers um i agree with everything you said but i mean i think it it really is also because i haven't listened to that much music this year compared to you where it's like am i gonna put cowboy tears above it you know what i mean am i gonna put d-day above it it's like no you know so it's like yeah um but mr morale I think you're the replayability you're you're nailing on it as an album as a whole but I still think there's standouts on it that are freaking amazing that are um like Rich Spirit. You got to talk about Rich oh, Spirit. Oh, I love Rich Spirit. Yeah, Rich Spirit is fire. So he has those standout songs. Mr. Morale is fire. Mr. Like, Morale is fire. So he did hit. He, he did. hit those hits that you could replay on it absolutely and um and so I think that um you know he he just a little bit more re- yeah. credit for the replayability, but I get what you're saying and I get your point. Yeah. Um, when I do my top ten, yeah. a lot of it is factored by like how much am I listening to the songs altogether, like a ton, you know. And Don FM, man, like I actually did do that more than Mr. Morale, but Mr. Morale is a better album than Don FM. That's just how I see it, and it's just like I couldn't put Don FM, even though I listen to Don FM way more than Mr. Morale. I couldn't put Mr. Morale. 
but then it's like kind of dumb because then the next two are like shouldn't even be above them anyway but i just listen to them like it's like there's all these songs there's all these albums right that i listen to a ton and then there's these two that like i listen to i don't even know what much. these are gonna be i have no and idea what these are gonna and be. they're not even let me just put this out there first before i say my next two they are not they are not nearly as good as don fm mr morale or like forever story or you know i i guess i gotta put that out there like louis all the really good albums that came out this year i'm not implying that these two are better than i just they're just on a tier of their own how much i listen to them <laughs> okay it just, okay it's just really what bad what do we got here what do we got number two is her loss okay um drake 21 i'm a ma- major drake fan and dude this album it was on my rotation in a way i don't think the other ones were i just was like i don't know man Maybe it's kind of like Don FM. Maybe I'm forgetting like with Don FM, but it's probably like on Don FM level and how much I listen to it. Um, just in the second half. So it's more, re- I have recency bias. So I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely listen to that one more in Don FM. But then now I look back, I'm like, yeah, I feel like if they switch places on when they came out, this Don would be FM, a different yes, tier list. I think Don FM would be higher if yeah. they switch places. Yeah. Um, it's just suffering from the fact that it came out in January. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like a lot. <laughs> Don FM this song and this album, dude. I don't know, man. Like just a lot. Middle of the ocean, sent out track. I think it's one of Drake's best tracks. Period. Middle of the ocean, crazy, dude. Like the guy like came out swinging. And then honestly, like Rich Flex grew on me. I love it. I did it. not expect this to be number two. That's interesting. Yeah, I love it, man. It just it's hard to like ignore because I just literally listened to all these songs like <laughs> for like like a month straight basically yeah i see like, what you're saying it's hard to put that above don fm and mr morale but okay, okay. but it, <laughs> that's what i'm saying is like it's kind of a clown list but it's also like i it just <laughs> you gotta I be true to yourself you gotta be true to yourself although the number one i don't think i have any regrets about this um uh i just listened to it like a ton like the number one album like i it's like on a league of its own it actually came out early this year came out in like april i think didn't stop listening to it the whole year whole even now i'm still listening to it like a ton it, but it's kind of like i actually don't think i have an oliver tree moment about it either like where i'm not like where i'm like ashamed of it i just straight up like love it um and it's a yeet album to alive dude wow. i can't i'm not even ashamed wow this album is fire dude like i can't okay I was... I, there's nothing i can say man like the guy came out like with straight bangers that's just and as i think honestly i will say that this year and this year um and actually even last year too um my number one genre is trap trap like hip-hop yeet really just got big this year though right were you listening to yeet last year too you, you were listening yeah. to him last year so i, I, didn't I even was hear about him till this year so yeah I, didn't even... I got into him last year and okay. then he you're always a year ahead yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying is like that's what i'm saying is every artist i get into they they go i'm already into them they get yeah. big and then they become cringe the reason why i have a reaction to yeet like that is because landon loves yeet that's like one of the first artists he's getting into so for me i have like a mental block to even Dude, listen yeet's to so that good. guy you know what i mean when, so good i'm not gonna listen to like i don't know like because landon talks about it but yeah i don't think you'd get into him anyway because he's basically like like you know you said he's kind of just like um a young thug cardi and uzi clone like all together it's like if they all had a child yeah oh yeah i forgot i even yeah. said that because when i listened to some of his songs i was yeah. like i've which heard is, this before which, which is like yeah not even stuff you like like i don't even think you listen to those artists like a lot like you know what i'm saying like i grew you, you out like of him, i grew but, out of like the uzi phase for sure yeah and like even uzi like he's like that's like the least he's like i'd say he's like mostly like young thug like if i had to pick an artist like young thug yeah future kind of that and like maybe like gonna like all in like one you know very much young thug i think young thug is like the one he's most like which is like yeah i don't know man it's uh, it's not near okay obviously i'm saying this again but it's not of course it's not nearly as good as mr morale or don fm or all the albums i said that are actually melt my eyes the denzel album but i just like i don't know it had crazy longevity for me in a weird way that none of these other albums had where i'm like it came out early this year i'm still listening to it a ton I, I just can't like ignore it it's just i don't want it to be number one are you gonna way, see but... yeet in concert you think yep yeah he announced his tour um four days ago five days ago yeah i think it's the only concert i'm gonna see next year because i'm so broke but 
I like couldn't see I couldn't like not see him you know I'm like with how much I listen to him he's like I think he was like my number two on the wrapped on Spotify wrapped or something oh wow so there you go there you go man yeet he wears that ski mask you already know he's he's kind of cringe but I'm but I went through the phase where he wasn't cringe too so I don't know like he's like I'm just I'm just here and I I love him yeah and a big inspiration for Bowser yeah oh yeah yeah um Okay, so I think I'm just going to go through my top five songs. I'm just going to go through all of them, you know, pretty quick here because um, it's kind of uh, kind of mirrors my top list. Um, so I got uh, Mr. Morale and Rich Spirit as five and four. I, solid songs. Mr. Morale is like one of those songs that you like play in the car and everyone just gets hype. Like that's like just a hype song, you know, especially the intro. Man, love those two songs. And Rich Spirit is just like that like bread and butter like. Kendrick I love Rich Spirit. Honorable mention too. Uh, count me out. I love count me dude, out, dude. Yeah, count my count me out, dude. Kendrick, that's what I'm saying, bro. You you ranked Kendrick. You, you slept on. I thought that was gonna be your number one for sure. I had I had no. I think doubt. it's number. It's definitely number one on the objective yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no question. Kendrick's albums. We had a really great year of music in that regard of Kendrick's album. I mean, a pretty good year of music, I'd say for these these uh, for those two albums for sure. And then, man, my number three, you're you're gonna hate me, man. This is the this is the uh, the Oliver Tree oh. moment. Cowboys don't cry, man. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't want that to be my number three. I'm gonna look back on this. I'm gonna cringe. I'm go- there's gonna be a point where I find Oliver Tree cringe. That's that album came out really early in the year. I think February. I still am not cringing at all while listening to it. I still love it. I don't skip Cowboys Don't Cry. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm crazy, okay? I don't know, but that one, it's not as good as Rich Spirit or Mr. Al, but I'm not good at goodbyes. I don't I know, know what, that song the little, very well. The little inflections in his voice, like the goodbyes, like I, I normally hate that in music, but Oliver Tree has this bug in my head where it's like the sound good boys i don't know like the way he pronounces things is like addictive in my brain and i don't know how to describe it other than that and so embarrassingly that's number that's number uh three number two and this is legit okay poser by bamba short that's number two baby that's number two that song is absolutely fire i've been listening to that one and and that's obviously the subjective all around moment full circle for that song, listening party at my house, I had to put that one at uh, at number two. Fantastic song, not nothing bad to say about it. You know, I love that song, man. Gr- fantastic, <laughs> I, I I love it. Um, great year for Bamba Short in music, I'd say. And you'd be on that top five albums too. If I, I should just or it would be it. on. It would be above Oliver Tree or above Oliver above, Tree. Okay, above Oliver Tree for sure. And then under number the, three. the big two, under, yeah. under the big two. Yeah. Um, and then my number one song, this song came out beginning of the year, you know, Don FM, have to shout it out, blew my mind, it still blows my mind every time I listen to it, Take My Breath, fantastic oh, yeah. song. Yeah, it's a good That one. song is literally like, the way that he I remixed, thought you might say like Sacrifice though or something, you know. I loved like, a lot yeah. of songs on my album, so it's hard to pick one standout. Yeah. The Take My Breath one is the one that I don't skip, it's the one that literally is just like, man, when it comes in, I don't know. It's just like the energy, the way that it was like that pop song and he turned it into like this like 80s masterpiece that just is like, whew, I don't know, man. That song crazy. is freaking crazy. Yeah. So that's my number one song of the year. Um, so that, pre- wow. that was pretty much just a, that was pretty much just a mirror of my top five albums. So I just wanted to get through that, you know, so. Um, that's yeah. crazy, man. So you got, you got your top five? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, just thank you for putting me on your top five and top five albums. Obviously, if it, if you if we changed the rules, it would be on there. That's that's incredible, man. I never thought I'd see the day I'd actually be on someone's. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Um. Okay. Top ten. Number ten. Uh, oh, you got ten, ten songs oh, yeah, too. It's ten okay, ten. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I'll just run through them. Um. Lil Uzi, Just Wanna Rock, love it. Jer- the Jersey Club stuff Dude, is... that song, okay, that song, the TikToks that I've seen of it made me actually get into that song. That's the only song from Uzi I got into this year because it's like, yeah. I just wanna rock, rock, rock. Dude, that song is the fire. The Jersey Club stuff I gotta is, shout is, out is, song. is is, is on I call, need to man. listen to Uzi's album because that song, I forget about that song. Yeah. That song is so good. Every time I see it on a TikTok, I like pull it up on Spotify and mm-hmm. I'm just like... Yep. It's like, that's like and a the dancing And the music song. video was incredible. Yeah, best, the music video Best music great. video of this year you was Just so? Wanna Rock. Oh, yeah okay sure okay um dreamville stick number nine i mean dude they just came together and like 
bro, it's like a dream stick, team. Stick could have been on my top five. That song's so good. You know, they came together, man. It's a little too long. That's my only critique with that song. Okay. Um, these next few, honestly, eight to five. Not a. I'm a little ashamed of these songs, but it's whatever. Eight headband Andy Tiger Woods. I don't know why I like this song. It's like the Oliver Tree thing. Um, he's like basically an Asian Playboy Cardi. Gotten him a lot this year. I like listened to him so much. And this song was like a, a real banger for me for like several months. So I got to shout him out. Um, and I also met him. So that was cool. Uh, seven, Coaches, Turn It Up. I think this is actually one of my favorite trap songs. Just like period. Like it's an incredible song. The beat switch is one of my favorite beat switches in hip hop. Um, this I guess that one I'm not too ashamed of. That one's actually like a respectable. Yeah. These next two, uh, Juice World Cigarettes. I don't really associate this song with 2022 at all because I actually it leaked back in 2019 and that's when I was listening to it, but it came out officially this year. So I had to say it just because it's actually one of my favorite Juice World songs, period. But it it to me it really came out several years ago. So gotcha. I, it's it's kind of hard to say about it. Um, but I really like it. Five, same thing. It actually kind of leaked last year, um, but it officially came out this year. But I really liked it last year a lot. But I had to like give its props this year. Just Thousand Miles by Kid Leroy. Great song. Um, I think it's kind of overplayed for me now because I listen to it way too much. Okay, and these next four I actually really, really like. So um, four, Quedeca, Born Yesterday. Mm. The, if it was an objective list, this is like contender for song of the year. Um, this is like just a great song, man. I don't know if people feel the same way, but it's just one of my favorite, like, it's not just one of my favorite songs, but it's like a straight crazy fire song. Just, just amazing. Um, it's, it's like six minutes long too. So it's like one of those like masterpieces kind of like, wow. Like you're just like going through it. Glimpse of us by Joji. Number three. It's just one of like the most beautiful. That song came out this year. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> that might have been in my top five. That song's insane. Okay, actually, that uh, that definitely would be in my top five. So okay. that, that, that is crazy. I totally forgot that song came out this year. That song... It, no one can make a song like that that goes that popular. You know what I mean? That one was it's such crazy. Such a dark horse. Like, why why does that song make everyone cry? You know what I mean? It's so good. Super good. You know, it's like... Uh, Wow, yeah, that's a that's easy top five. Yeah, I I, I slept. I, on that I have one. no regrets with that one being my top three. Number two, K dot, N95, man, just like straight up crazy, like one of the best Kendrick songs ever. Yeah, that one's great and so creative, so incredibly creative. That's one thing I love about too is that it's it's hip hop, yeah, but just the the synths and even the way he went about it is just so unlike anyone else, man. Only he could pull that one off. And my number one, a little shamed, but I, I did listen to it like way more than any song. Yeet, <laughs> flawless. Not even onto alive. It's actually on life. But dude, that song is crazy. That song is crazy. Would you I, say it's flawless? Oh yeah, I was listening to that song <laughs> when it was a leak, dude. When it was there was like a studio session that leaked on YouTube, and I was like, "Yo, what is this?" And it was like so good, and it just hyped it up. It came out. It met my expectations and more because he put Lil Uzi on it. You know how much I love Lil Uzi, so yeah, Uzi's got a spot in your heart, bro. He does. Uzi's he does. Got a spot in he your does. Heart. He's actually one of those few artists I actually really liked before they got popular, and then he's still not cringe yet. Yeah. I'm waiting. Once he gets cringe, he'll fully complete the Nathan arc. I don't because... think he is. He's been a, he's been around for so many years. He's, there's no way. Yeah. He even put a freaking stone in his forehead, and somehow that didn't make him cringe, <laughs> and it got ripped out. Like that's so funny. Yeah. All right, now on to the Spotify Wrapped portion, which is probably one of my favorite portions because i like seeing where we're at and guess what this spotify wrapped in minutes listened i actually had the uh longest amount of minutes listened ever for spotify wrapped when when you might beat happening. me actually this year i know oh no. okay Fifty-four thousand. Oh yeah no but yeah, I, you're at a hundred thousand <laughs> at least bro this guy's and the reason why is could you guess my top genre it's kind of it kind of doesn't count that's why it's like kind of like, edm <laughs> not yet bro but guess what I actually found an EDM genre that I like, and I listen to it while I'm at work now, which is actually might replace this genre. So maybe an EDM genre would actually be my number one next year. Oh, ambient EDM. Interesting. It's an EDM genre. So I was, I was doing when I was doing the research into EDM. It's an EDM genre that is all about vibes. So it has nothing to do with 
like it's it's like a lo-fi replacement which lo-fi was my number one i'll have to listen to that man because the office is where i'm listening to the most spotify because it's like i need that focused music you know yeah so the lo-fi this year was my go-to but the ambient edm is so good because it's like lo-fi but more dynamic and if when i put it into this perspective like this is a vibe this isn't a song and this is just like a shuffle (laughs) um but when I put that in the perspective, I um I appreciate it a lot more. And it's uh it's called ambient EDM. The only thing I don't like is sometimes it'll start playing like if I have it on my speaker at work, it'll start playing some like really weird sounds, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck? But most of the time, it's just like a more dynamic, better lo-fi is how I view it. And it's really, really cool. So it's um yeah, I found a genre of EDM that I actually like. So um can I put it what so what's your minutes and what's your top genre? Let me Dude. guess, hundred and fifteen thousand. That's my that's my guess. That's what I want it to be. It's really low. Dude, this you're year. always over hundred k. Yep, I know. This is the first year it's not over hundred k. No way. Eighty one. That's yep. like zero for you. Bro. I know. So we and only listen. You only listen to thirty thousand more than me. So Dude. yeah, I I I, I'm actually not surprised. Um, I was as you know in the studio a lot this year. Um, most of my minutes listened went to my own making Iron Sharpens Iron. Right. Like literally. Um. Dude, I was like, I had to listen. I listened to each song from Iron Sharpens Iron hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. So if you add my Iron Sharpens Iron listens, definitely over 100K for sure. It's just, I'm making music, bro. And I luckily it paid off because obviously it's on your top five. So this is obviously my best project. But I was locked in, yeah. locked in listening. There were like 25 versions of Bowser or something. Like literally like, I'd be like, oh, I'll change that and like re-export it and listen to it again and then do something. So it's just like, Yeah. Iron Sherman's Iron, um, minutes aren't counted. But we have to shout out in this episode too. The you okay? We talked about this before on a whole episode dedicated to it. Go look up Eskimo by Mavers right now. Yes. That's honorable mention for song of the year for <laughs> sure. That that one is insane. I'm still listening to it on Spotify. That's the one. That's the Eskimo remix. We had a whole episode on it. It's now on Spotify. Mavers remix. Look it up. Mavers M A V E R S Eskimo. You know how to spell Eskimo. That's amazing true. that was a we good have one. to we have to mention that i gotta mention that one too man that was amazing um well, i guess top my top artist i mean there's no surprise there's juice world because he's always like on my top um i don't even mention What's your top genre it says pop so i don't know what that means because i'm a loser i know right mad loser mine's lo-fi so it was like uh, yeah i just i don't know you know um and then yeet was number two and you know um drake that makes obviously that makes sense this is my first year i think ever that drake did not make my top five so that's pretty crazy it's because of like uh his two albums this year were really different yeah i like them though i really like them i I think i need to give him another look i need to give him another look but yeah 80 82 81 thousand really kind of not that great i also got more into like um listening to like sermons this year too i was i was listening mm. quite a few of those so i think that also took up time yeah but honestly a big one's iron charms iron like all those days commuting to the day's office all iron charms iron and i listen yeah. to iron charms iron even now every day like it's like my favorite yeah. not that's like not to sound like narcissistic but it's literally like i literally made like music that's like my favorite music that's like the whole point of making music is like you know why yeah, would you not great. make music that's like not your favorite song to listen to yeah. so my favorite songs are my own songs this year of my iron storms iron so i listen to them like all the time especially bowser i think bowser is really like pulling away from the rest of the pack for me wow yeah well whenever poser or eskimo goes on i'm not i'm not skipping those two songs to this day so like when those come on my playlist they're so poser is your favorite one poser is my favorite okay. one still i i just like I thought it was Eskimo for some reason. I don't know why I thought it was Eskimo. Eskimo originally it was. Remember okay. when it first came out? But then when we sat down on the podcast and I ha- and I re-listened to it, everything again, multiple times, I've switched it. And then I've okay. stuck to my gun since then. The gotcha. Eskimo remix did resurface the Eskimo for a bit and had me questioning it, but Poser still pulled, pulled through. Okay. Poser still pulled okay. through. Okay. That's interesting. I actually... Did not know Poser was your favorite, but I said yeah. I said it the first time I think we were going d- over yes, the, that's the podcast. True. Yeah, I think because everyone you, has different favorites, you know. So yeah, what are your other uh, top artists? So oh, Headband Andy and um, uh, Lucy. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So my top artists are. It's pretty much a reflection of the top. It's number one, The Weekend. Number two, Kendrick. Number three, Oliver Tree. Um, no, number four, Kanye. Great guy. 
<laughs> great guy great guy nothing nothing weird going on with him now but yeah kanye I, I was getting into a lot of his older stuff this year so obviously he didn't make any tops for this year but um yeah i've been uh you know kanye is uh great um and well yeah <laughs> music great <laughs> um and then five bamba short Bamba Yo, short. Okay, that's it's my sick. first time that's ever sick. having a uh, bamba short in my top five artists when i saw that i was like that's right. That's right. I was like, that's I was crazy. hyped when I saw that. I was uh, excited to tell you that. Um, and I've been waiting to tell you that. So that's, uh, yeah, I, I think there were three people who I was in their top five and then eight people who I was in their top 10. I don't wow. know who they are. That's yeah. just what the artist thing tells me. Dude, our, I saw our podcast kind of popped off too. It was a lot of people. It was uh, a lot. I was like, yo, who are you? Our podcast is popping off, bro. Who's our, listening so, to yeah. This? The podcast, um, yeah, the the podcast we had a lot of plays this year, which is yeah, which it was cool. it was crazy. I was like, no way. I was, I think, and we didn't 20, do any promotion whatsoever. No promotion. No promotion. I didn't even post anything on my story or anything. Or, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to remember what's he. Um, I'm gonna. I know Christian's probably listening, so I'm just gonna shout out Christian. Christian's. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find it, Bone. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's but, on the Instagram if you want to pull up the 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 picture. From the Bamba and Tim podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I saw it. Um, I saw my mom liked it, too. I was like, okay, mom, go off. Um, uh, yeah, and and so then I would go over my top songs. My top songs, and again, like, I listened to a lot of music that didn't come out this year. So that's why I, like, you know, didn't know a lot about yeah, the we albums. We're in 22 people's top five podcasts Wait, and 26 whoa. people's top 10 podcasts. That's insane. For Bamba and Tim. That's insane. So we got... Hey, I'm not. I'm not trying to hype us up, but you know. yeah. Well, that, that's the best of all time, right? That's like that's, the, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're normally like less than ten people in, yeah. But it's like twenty. That's like 20. fifty people almost that are like listening, yeah, well, semi regularly. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, I'm assuming of those twenty six, it's the same twenty two, maybe. I don't know. That's oh, maybe, maybe. I think it's. I think it's maybe different. It's, if it's different, then I think it is. I think it is different. Okay, then we got like fifty people, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty <laughs> crazy. Like, um, I mean, we're entertaining, so that makes sense. But, uh, <laughs> this you know. is good. Yeah, just uh, just suck, suck each other's dicks off for yeah. a second. Um, and then my top songs number one was "Take My Breath," so lines up there. Right. Um, that song I can't skip. And then number two was "Pairs." I don't know if you know that song. Yeah, yeah, Amazing yeah. I do. No, it's the, remember um the guy I said sounds like this other guy I listened to, and it oh, had the yeah. same voice. Yeah pairs fantastic number three little dark age so those two songs i think came out in 2021 so like the, so like i'm like a year behind a little bit on those um but yeah little dark age is fantastic um number four so three of my top songs were from the weekend number four don't break my heart and number five best friends so okay best friends yeah. is a good one yeah, yeah so um you got a lot of that but what were your top songs on there um, my top songs i'm honestly ashamed because i don't know why this one's still on the top it was my same number one as last year and it's so basic but i really like this song stay by kid Leroy. the one that's like <laughs> I, need to stay. I don't know why i like it i don't know it's just so replayable i like that's the it. one that he makes the stupid tiktoks about all yeah, the time yeah. oh my god yeah um and the next oh my gosh the three of the top five are headband andy's songs which is crazy <laughs> two door coop level up that's two and three those are also headband andy songs thousand miles by kid Leroy. that's when i mentioned my top 10 and then tiger woods which is also by headband andy so wow spotify doing this a little dirty this year a lot have been andy yeah i, I can't really <laughs> man i don't know man well yeah that's uh that's it that's our uh spotify wrapped top albums every year we do it you know so that's good um yeah this year oh and i also got like the um the adventurer as like the the thing but i didn't feel like that was um you at all <laughs> yeah i don't know why i got i don't that, know who i, I like, am actually I'd, I'd actually forgot i thought i figured you would want to know that you're always the one who wants to know that so that's why i screenshotted it because i was like oh Nid yeah actually my siblings were really into that they they all were like trying to figure that out i i actually I don't know i could check right now i guess but i only i don't really care about that i only pulled it up because i figured you would want said, to i am uh which one is that i, I think it's like the second one on it it's like takes a second to go to it so oh, the second one i don't know i don't i don't know i, I should find that out yeah and my then my mood. my top artist this year was obviously the weekend and it said that i was in the top 0.5 percent of the weekend listeners so i obviously really that's really that. that makes sense um that's, yeah, that I sense. spent 2,500 minutes listening to The weekend. so, yeah. Um, oh, here it is, my listening, time to meet your listening person. Okay, yeah, let's see. 
I wonder what it is. It's going to say basic bitch. No, I'm just kidding for listening yeah, to Yeah, I know, and right? And Killer Roy. Oh, yeah, it's oh, the same one, Adventure. Okay, Adventure. I think it's just probably because we listen to a lot of different stuff, but I don't know. I've, I didn't feel like the Adventure this year, but I guess maybe compared to the average listener. I always feel like one, usually, so that sounds about right for me, I guess. But yeah, yeah, you're. that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't feel like the Adventure is because you're the freaking Adventure. I don't know how I'm getting the Adventure on here. Oh, no. But uh, yeah, you're definitely the Adventure, so I don't know um, how I got that. But yeah. Spotify wrapped yearly, uh, yearly got it done. Um, yeah. And that's, uh, very interesting. I remember I used to try to guess what music you listened to when we, when we were really connected in music tastes and then every year it's, uh, drifted apart. No way you're guessing headband. Andy was the three of my top songs. So (laughs) this year uh, I didn't even attempt it because it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm very predictable, but yeah, it used to be, um, oh my God, this photo just popped up on my freaking google photos oh thing. yes <laughs> it's a classic it's us at uh, exactly six years six ago. Year. exactly um uh, december 11th is it december 11th today no so it's, yeah tomorrow six years ago we're in the ca- coffee shop yeah i guess valencia the- i definitely glue down since then <laughs> what oh yeah no no yeah i get what you're saying yeah, the opposite <laughs> i was like what are you talking about yeah yeah funny. i was way hotter back then oh yeah man oh I, I yeah that, i uh, was actually um if you guys didn't know um to our 50 listeners i was actually very popular uh at our school i had women going up to me actually asking me to be a, a donor of sperm actually of course all the time um, i was just i just i was just very attractive you, you only know? needed um, one pair of shoes to wear every single day because that's how good they were what <laughs> remember you used to oh, wear yeah. the same pair of shoes every day like you yeah. had one pair no, of shoes. i'm just telling him like do you remember how like i used to get all the girls bro i would have like reeboks bro there were like they turned me on there were like 200 girls probably like sliding my dms oh, every yeah. single day every like day. it'd be like every day it'd be like whoa like i didn't even know you went to my school you know and i'd be oh, like yeah. so many girls and yeah. they're like you're so hot and i was like dude i am hot and then I remember. I was. That. I just got everyone. I, I was. I'll, I was I'll so, vouch for that. I was such a womanizer. Yeah, that, that, that's the truth. <laughs> I second that. That that is the that was. I was what even happened. pulling the gay guys actually. Oh the yeah, gay guys. I were mean, including me. me. Yes, including you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I was a popular among the gays, popular among the straights, dude. Of course. I just knew the way. Mm. 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 And they wonder why I'm a rapper. Back then, I knew your music <laughs> taste to a T. I could predict every single artist. It was Logic, NF. Mm-hmm other people i knew at the time and those are because honestly that's all you needed was nf and logic that's, that's all, all you needed and then i was like that's, oh that's your top I, 10 i'm telling you that's what got the girls dude the girls were like oh my gosh listen to nf i i listen to nf too oh my gosh <laughs> like i love that yeah guy. you know nf is definitely popular with women that's like he makes songs yep. for women yes man i was also actually to eminem and he's also like so popular with the women too oh yeah. eminem is like so such a women glorifier yeah. He's like the opposite of a objectifier. He's like a glorifier. Mm. He's like a women whammon. You're <laughs> You're amazing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh um, man. Yeah. I don't want to study. I don't want to go home and study for finals, bro, but it's got to be done. Got to be done. One more week and then we're synced up. Our periods are aligned. Yep. And hopefully next semester... We'll be bleeding at the same time. Oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll be bleeding at the same time. And hopefully next semester, during this time, when you're off a little bit before us, you're going to be cruising in the class with me and Julian and Emily. Oh, I will be. That'll be I will fantastic. Be I'll be there. I'm so excited for that. that we're going to make that happen. Excited for that. Uh, I'm excited to get these finals over with. Um, yes, sir. And yeah, uh, that was uh, the yearly recap. So I'll catch you guys later. Bada bing, bada bow.